There are certain things Christians can expect because they've already declared their intentions. Think of that. As a matter of fact, the president-elect has declared that the first thing he's going to do is open every public school restroom and every public school sports team to every transgendered person in the school. He means by that that the restrooms would be open to male or female, whichever you declare yourself to be, no matter what you are biologically. This is just one of the things. And it's not just that people are going to allow these things, they're going to promote these things. I want to read something to you and I hope you take heart and don't drop dead before I finish because I have some encouraging things to say to you. This administration of presumptive president-elect Joe Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris is certain to implement policies and initiatives that litigate specific things and at best the intention or morally opposed to Christians in this country. Moral positions on Christians that are repugnant to us and infringe upon the exercise of religious faith in the public square. In other words, they're going to do anything they can do that will be in the face of believers. Especially people who say we believe the Bible and adhere to scripture. Biden has repeatedly personally affirmed the morality of abortion. In other words, this is the moral way to do things without any meaningful restrictions. That's their language. As promised to facilitate access and procurement of abortion on demand financed by all of our taxpayer dollars. For example, he will almost certainly re-implement regulations from the Obama administration prohibiting states that receive federal funds for families planning from withholding payment on abortion mills, such as Planned Parenthood. In other words, the United States of America has become so dependent, our school systems have become so dependent upon federal funding that they know they can't operate without it. And so, to punish people who won't comply with all these new moral regulations, which are immoral regulations, they withhold all funding. They will eliminate accommodations for any Catholic group or whatever the case may be. No one can escape. They now support the repealing of the Hyde Amendment. This legislation that has prohibited direct funding of abortion since 1977. Thus, tax revenue collected from Christians and others opposed to abortion will be used directly to fund abortion in a Biden administration. They want to make an example out of anyone who will oppose them. Can you live the Christian life in all of that? They also plan to suspend the Mexico City policy, which prohibits international aid that provides or finances abortions in developing countries. In other words, when President Obama was the President of the United States, he would not give federal aid 
to any foreign country that would not comply to his abortion standards. All of that is going to be renewed. He has also promised to re-implement aggressive Obama-era policies imposing secular gender ideology on all aspects of public life. This is not just in our school systems. And I'll read something to you from another article in World Magazine in just a moment. But the whole thing, the whole thing about promoting students to use locker rooms and restrooms and showers of students choosing regardless of their students' biological sex. In other words, you can expect in the school system that young men are going to walk into young ladies' restrooms declaring that they're transsexual and they're really young women. You say, I really don't want my kids to hear this. Don't make me laugh. Your children not only hear it, they're going to hear it on the news, they're going to hear it, they're going to have it driven down their throats. This executive order even made it a violation for a school administrator to question the authenticity of a student's gender identity. For instance, if you're a principal of a school or a teacher of a school and some student comes to you and declares their gender identity to be something different from their biological makeup, you cannot question it unless you want to be guilty of a hate crime. A Biden Justice Department will oppose states' efforts to prevent biological males from displacing females in high school athletics, forcing girls to the sidelines while boys dominate female athletic events. Now, this has already been practiced in several states, so it's not going to be a hard thing for them to implement. They also indicate that they're going to support what they call the so-called Equality Act, which has passed the House and has been championed by Harris in the Senate. This legislation is designed to impose gender ideology even beyond schools and other institutions that receive federal funding. So you can be taken to court on a job somewhere where you deny someone their gender identity. Its purpose is to force businesses and other public institutions not merely to accommodate people according to their gender identity, but rather to affirm an ideology that violates the moral commitments of most Christians. This forces citizens to say or affirm, think of this, that you are to declare as a Christian falsehoods about sex and gender. The act will make it a violation for a person's civil rights. For example, to refuse to use pronouns that accord with a person's stated gender identity rather than his or her biological sex. Such refusal could actionably bring sexual harassment charges against you. As far as religious liberty is concerned, get ready for hate, hate crimes. Now think about the, what we're going to have to be able to do to preach the Bible, what the Bible says. A Biden-Harris administration will also directly assault religious liberty. Harris has been strong supporter of the Do No Harm Act 
Doesn't it sound great, Do No Harm Act? This was brought up in the Senate. And she will almost certainly make it a priority of the new administration. The purpose of the act is to subvert, if not practically eliminate, the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act and similar legislation in many states. Implemented after the 1990 Supreme Court case, Employment Division, Division versus Smith. The laws are designed to protect sincerely held religious practices from otherwise generally applicable laws that prohibit them. So down with those laws that protect your religious rights and your liberty. Of course, no politician, law or regulation or policy can take anyone's religious faith away, but they will make it very costly to practice your faith. Are you ready for the cost? This is America. This is what we now have. We had a small window, a small window through which to do some things that we had opportunity to do under President Trump. That window is now closed. The president-elect and vice president have made it very clear that they intend to do these things. I want to read this to you. This is already going on in Washington State. Since January, children in Washington State, aged 13 and up, can obtain confidential treatment for what they call mental health conditions and gender dysphoria in using their parents' insurance plan without their parents' consent. In other words, a 13-year-old can come to a counselor in the state of Washington and say that they're confused with their gender and they need help. Now, the state is considering a bill to set up health clinics on middle school and high school campuses. Parents fear these clinics will talk children into dangerous and irreversible medical treatments such as puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones to make their body look more like the opposite sex. It's become a very popular thing. Now they can do it without their parents' permission and they can even use their parents' health insurance plan to get it done. Many states, including Washington, have teenage girls already leaving classes to get abortions or obtain contraceptives without any parent ever knowing what's going on. That's in the federally funded public schools. My heart breaks when I think about these things. It does. What opportunity, what chance do some of these kids have and many young people go through confusing times in their life and wonder what they are, what they're going to do. And these monsters are seizing upon those moments to irreversibly change a child's life to achieve their goals. I just happened to find this, a doll that's been out for a while, a doll for everyone. It meets Mattel's gender-neutral doll requirements. 
A child opens a box, he starts jumping and screaming with joy. Not an unusual sound in the halls of the toy headquarters where researchers test new toys. But this particular toy is a doll and it's rare for parents to bring boys into research groups to play with dolls, but they do. It's rare still for a boy to immediately attach himself to one the way this particular child would do. An eight-year-old who considers himself gender fluid, which means he doesn't know yet what he is. There are states, not just one, there are states, plural, where a parent can go when the child is born and put on his or her birth certificate whatever they desire the gender of that child to be. And so, an eight-year-old who considers himself gender fluid, whose favorite color is black, one week pink, the next sometimes something else, plays with his younger sister's dolls at home. But they're girly, princess-type dolls. Now the doll has been designed by the toy company so it can be either or. And this can accompany you on your gender search. The doll can be a boy, a girl, or neither, or both, which calls the world's first gender-neutral doll a certain name, and it's hoping to launch this doll, and they already know that it's going to be a bestseller. Their first promotional spot for the $29.99 product features a series of kids who go by various pronouns, him, her, them, M, X, E, M, and the slogan, a doll line designed to keep labels out and invite everyone in. With this overt and nod to trans and non-binary identities, the company is betting on where it thinks the country is going. Even if it means alienating a substantial portion a United States population who are Bible-believing Christians. Now, now we have an executive branch in government who not only believes all of this, is going to do everything they can to promote it. I wonder, do you realize we're in a war? Whatever was going on in Rome, Paul said it's still incumbent for you to live the Christian life. Whatever's going on in America, whatever's being promoted, you and I are still to live the Christian life. There is an attack upon the family. Why not? God designed it as the foundation for all else. And when we know the foundation and function of the family from the word of God, it answers all the questions that people have that are strange things now, strange to you, strange to me, but be more, are becoming more accommodating to so many, so many people. There is an attack on gender identity. Can you imagine how confused this generation is going to be when there are thousands of young men, thousands of them, who have already received puberty blockers, whose bodies will never develop as a man. Think of it, or don't think of it, but it's going on. 
How much confusion, this is an age of compound confusion anyway, but how much confusion is going on? But God says, if we're living here, you say, I don't like it, I don't either. I don't think it's right, shouldn't have happened. I don't either. 80 million people didn't vote for it. I think you're right. But people might be going to jail because they're saying that now. I don't think you and I have come to grips with the transformation that has already taken place in our country. Now it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that we have no hope. It doesn't mean that there's nothing we can do about it. But it does mean that we're going to be living in a country that's gone through a radical change now with elected executive officers of the United States who are sworn and vowing to do everything they can to promote it. We used to say abortion is a big battle, and it is. 60 million aborted babies in America. How can God not act on the blood of all those children? But now one thing added to the other, added to the other, added to the other. The school systems, and I, I love our school children, our public school children, our Christian school children, all children. But they can't operate their school without federal funding. And they can't receive federal funding unless they enact these things. And following behind all of that, different ideas about when America was founded, curriculum prepared to teach young people that America is a bad place, built on the backs of slaves, dividing families where children who are school age will come home and rebel against their parents because their parents hold some old conviction about something they were taught when the child is saying, you weren't taught the truth, there is a new truth and there is no such thing as a new truth. What's happening? What are we going to do? We still must live righteous in Rome. 